0: Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com.
1: Amen. You may be seated. What a joy for us to be here. You know, I was sharing with Apostle Fabian in the back and and Pastor Matt and uh, Pastor Jenna. We were just talking about the goodness of God. And about relationships. And I told him, I said, you know, I don't even know where I heard it from, but I was just praying some months ago, had my pen with me and just praying and listening to God. And he just spoke to me so clearly that the network that I associate with decides my net worth. My life is richer by being in connection with this family, with these leaders. Almost two decades ago, God sent me to Hobbs, New Mexico. And I'm telling you, I'd never been here and something in your water or your food or something got a hold of me. And I've been coming back every year and loving it, so thankful to be here. Friday night, I started a message, really didn't get to finish it. The Holy Ghost stopped it. And I just want to just tag on before I get to my real message today. I was talking about how God led the children of Israel. In Exodus chapter 13, it said God led them. Verse 17 and 18, God led them. Somebody say, God leads. God leads. Say, I'm going to follow his leadership. When you follow his leadership, he is a God of intention. He never haphazardly takes you somewhere. God has a plan. When God brought you to this house, he has a plan. He has a purpose. When God connected you to Apostle Fabian Senna, to these pastors, he has a plan for your life. Your very connection to the person sitting next to you is not happenstance. God is intentional. But the Bible said in that text that God led them not the short route through the Philistine country. How many of you have ever felt like God's taking you a long ways around? The rest of your hours, we'll have an altar call for that later. But I've said to God so many times, why are you taking me this route? Why I see I could go straight there and get it, but there's always a reason that God takes you. And the Bible said in Exodus 13, 17, and 18 that God led them by the desert. Anybody ever felt like you was in a desert? Say amen. That you were being led in a tough position. And the Bible said God led them to an impossible situation called the Red Sea. When I read that, praying and fasting seeking God for this meeting, God said there's a reason that I lead my people to an impossible situation. And I'll only touch on one of them. There's many. But the one that he exploded in my heart was what he said in chapter 14 of Exodus when he said, the Egyptian army that is coming up quick on your heels to recapture you, the enemy that is after you right now at this moment shall never bother you again because I will destroy them. God said to make an announcement to you today That the enemy, whatever that is, sickness, pain, sorrow, rejection, loss, whatever it is, you will never see it again. I think somebody ought to shout that your enemy is destroyed today. Somebody say, today. My enemy is gone. Amen. Well, before I get into the first fruits message, I want the lady that makes my world tick i want her to come she is a powerful woman of god has a powerful ministry and i want her to greet you she can't sing today because of the desert she got in her throat but she can talk so let's make dr d barker welcome as she shares with you today
0: amen just, um, first of all, I want to tell you how excited we are to be in the desert and to be with our Hobbs, New Mexico family. We look forward to this every year. So when we leave, when we go home tomorrow, we start looking forward to next January when we get to come back again. But I did, I just wanted to share with you something that the Lord has really begun to speak to me going into 2022. You know, the word says that he's taken us to a place where our eyes have not seen and our ears have not heard. Our minds can't even comprehend what all that God is going to do for us. Psalm 66, it says, Everyone will say, Come and see the incredible things God has done. It will take your breath away. He multiplies, not he adds, not he subtracts, not he divides, he multiplies miracles for his people. Do we have any of God's people in the house today? I just declare that over this house. I'm telling you, I told Coy coming in, uh, flying in, I said, I am so sick of it seeming like the devil is just taken, taken, taken. You know I sing a song that calls Taking It Back and that just burning in me because I'm like devil you have robbed us for far too long enough is enough enough is enough and so I just declare that over this house over this region in the name of Jesus that he is going to multiply <laughs> miracles to you to your family to your children, to your children's children, to your children's children's children. Amen? I declare that over this house. Know that we love you, we pray for you, we stand with you, and we believe that this year there shall be a performance of everything that God has promised you. God bless you. Uh,
1: I received that in Jesus' name. Amen. Take your Bibles. Let's go to Matthew's Gospel. We'll start there, and then we'll go to the book of Proverbs. This is one of the most exciting, wonderful, life-changing services that you can ever be in. When you set aside under God what God has asked you to do, following the instruction of God. I'm so glad that God gave the revelation to your great leader who has passed it on to you so you don't have to stay the way you are. There is an avenue and an exit that you can get out of and step into your greatest time of your life. We believe this is a God moment. We believe there are defining moments in a believer's life where God sets you in a place so you can make a decision to move on into greater things with God. The The very truth that you stepped across that threshold into this atmosphere tells me you're hungry for something better. You're ready for something bigger. And that's what God has on his mind. There is something in this atmosphere. I felt it when we walked in here about 9.20 this morning. There was an anointing. That permeated when I walked into the foyer. All of a sudden I was aware God's in this place. And he doesn't come except he's going to help you. God always desires to take you to the next level. From glory to glory. From faith to faith. It was the first fruits message that delivered Dr. D and I from over six $100,000 worth of debt. Now, that's not much for you people. That was a lot for us country boys. When suddenly we realized our name was on the dotted line for a debt of over $600,000. But how many knows God will have mercy on ignorant people? On stupid decisions and getting yourself in a bad situation. And so God had mercy on us, brought the revelation to our hearts that if we would take and plant a sacrifice at the beginning of the year as a first fruits offering, he would become our partner. And when he becomes your partner, he's got plenty of resources. I said he's got plenty of resources. Matthew 6, Jesus said, somebody said Jesus said it. If he said it, you can take it to the bank. Jesus said, if you'll seek first, somebody say first, not last, not second, first, if you'll seek first the kingdom of God, the way God does business, the order of God, if you don't say, well, there's got to be another way. No, there is two ways. One's the kingdom route. One is the world's route. Stay with us, please, and go the kingdom route because it's going to lead you to the best life that you could ever have. So he said, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek out his ways of right living, and he will give you everything you could ever need in life. How many believe the Word? I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm asking you to believe Jesus. Jesus said, on this day, put me first in this house by sacrifice, and I'll show you my glory. I'll take you to another level. And I can't tell you that somebody walked up to D&I and handed us $600,000. That didn't happen. But I tell you what did happen. In a few months, that debt was supernaturally removed. Dee came down from her office uh, in our home. She had an office upstairs. She came down, came down to the basement, to my office, and she said, today we're debt-free. Now. Now. He doesn't love me and he more than he loves you. We sung about it today. He loves you. He cares about you. And when you align your life with the things of God, he's going to make good things happen. Let's go over to Proverbs real quick because I want you to read it in your Bible or on the screen, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your money. Somebody say, substance is my money. So you honor the Lord with your money, with the first fruits. Somebody say, first fruits. Say it again, first fruits of everything God puts in your hand, of all your increase. He said, and here's the promise that I give you your bank account will be filled up, your barns your bank account, your storage place, you're going to be filled up with plenty. Somebody say plenty. And your presses shall burst forth with new wine. The first point that I want you to write down, your first fruits in this service today is resetting and realigning your life to be unstoppable. How many is ready to be unstoppable? God is about to do for you unexpected blessings. Somebody hear me. There is things going to happen that are not on your schedule. They're unexpected blessings. One of the things that Dee and I are so excited about is God has surprises, good surprises things he does for you. Job 5.9, the Message Bible, said the very lifestyle of God is to surprise his people. How many is ready for God to really give you a surprise in 2022? God's going to open a door you can't open. God's going to bless you with things you never thought was coming. God's going to do things for you. You can't labor on five jobs and make it happen. God's going to bless you. I said God's going to bless you. I'm so convinced that in this service today, somebody is about to have a drastic upgrade in your lifestyle. God's about to take you from worry from anxiety, from fear, from all kinds of pressures, all kinds of struggles, you're about to walk through an open door where heaven is going to open over your life and God's going to bless you. It's not by chance that God's people who understand his principle of first fruit are blessed. That's the law of God. God said, if you'll seek me first, you'll align yourself with me. Let me tell you something. It starts in your spirit and goes to your outside. If you're not right in your heart, you can give God a million dollars a day, and you're still going to have problems this year. But if your heart's right, and you say, God, I make you number one priority in my life. First things are going to become first in my life. I am going to seek after you more than anything else. If you do that, God will bring about the miracles of God. Your giving has to be from your heart. I said your giving has to be from your heart. What D and I are going to give in this offering today, we're not giving grudgingly. We're not giving out of pressure. We're giving because we want to be a part of this ministry reaching the world and at the same time reaping the benefits. Now, don't get upset at God that he's going to bless you. Don't get upset at God. And don't let other people's opinions stop what God's going to tell you to do. God's going to ask you to do more than you think you can do in this offering today. Because the opinions of people will put you in a prison. Now, I told D back a a few months ago, I said, I don't know what's happening to me. I don't give a rip what people think. I don't pardon me, if that offends you, pray through. (laughs) Love me anyhow, but I don't really care if somebody likes me or doesn't like me because of what the message of the Word is. God's called me to preach truth and to see God's people set free from all kinds of problems. And we're seeing it. One of our spiritual sons and daughters almost at bankruptcy over a little over a year ago, this year that we just passed, netted $800,000 because they put him first. Hello, somebody. God doesn't love that couple more than he loves you. They just decided we're not living by the world system. We're going to align ourselves with the Word of God. We're going to bring our offerings to God, and it's going to release His ability and His blessings on our life. So I want you to understand today, your first fruits is resetting. So I say to you, forget last year. Forget it. Get it behind you. Don't even think about it. Because this year is going to be such a restoration year that people won't even know you had a setback last year. Come on, somebody. When God gives you double what you lost, they won't even know you lost it. And God's about to give you double for your trouble. I don't care what came against you in 21. 22 will be the greatest year of your life. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what the religious people say. There is a people that God's raising up that's going to become a testimony of his goodness, of his grace, of his favor, of his supernatural working in our lives. I wish I had a a little bit of help. So, I believe when you step down here this morning and you bring that first fruits and we're going to lay hands on you and we're going to lay hands on your first fruits that you're going to step across a threshold and leave behind loss, pain, sickness, troubles and you're going to step into a new year and a new season like you've never tasted. I can tell you the doors are already opening for D and I that I thought was impossible. I'm 75. D said so. I never felt better than I do right now. Even my heart doctor was amazed. He took his little and stuck it on my heart And he stuck it on in my heart. Then he took it, beat it on his hand. I thought, what's the matter with this man? He'd been my heart doctor for quite a while. When I was 35, my heart went out of rhythm. My dad died at 36. His dad died at 36. When I was 35, going into 36, my heart messed up. Went to the heart doctor, Montgomery, Alabama. And he said, well, according to your lineage, You're going to die. I said, I ain't part of that lineage. My lineage connects to God and to Abraham. He didn't like that answer. He is from the Baptist church, and so he didn't like it. And he said, I'm telling you, you're going to die. I said, Doctor, I love you, but I ain't dying. I got a job to do. That's when I was 35. I'm 75. I preached all over the world because God is a keeper of his word if I just align myself with what he told me to do. And so a doctor's beating his thing, I'm going, well, is my heart something matter with it? Finally he looks at D and looks at me and he says, first time since I've been his doctor, his heart's on rhythm and it's still on rhythm, and they can't figure it out. It was because there is a God who is greater than your heart trouble, who will bring you divine help. I want somebody to know today, whatever you're facing today is about to change. Whatever has been plaguing your mind is about to leave. God's about to take you to a whole nother dimension. Now, i got to move on. second thing I want you real quick to look at, you're to live in the kingdom of light. I won't even take time to read that scripture in Isaiah 60, Isaiah 61. He said, all of a sudden, you've got to realize there's two kingdoms, darkness and light. Somebody say, I'm of the light. There is a kingdom of darkness, and when you hear prophets that are national prophets, They're speaking about destruction coming to America. It ain't going to touch us. I wish I had a believer in the house. God's going to set a hedge around us. He is. We are the children of light. We are not of darkness, prophet. We are the children of light. And because we are the children of light, when everybody else seems to be struggling, God's going to bless us, heal us, let us walk in the peace of God, and everybody's going to be wondering, what in the world happened to you? Well, I can tell you, we just got overtaken by a blessing from God that's changing our lives. So we're not of the bad news. And I, I, I ain't even got time to get. But if you're listening to CNN, you're headed to the wrong place. And really, Fox, ABC, NBC, who all, whoever, and most preachers, <laughs> y'all don't have to say, man. I told you I'm gonna preach it anyway. God's sick and tired of namby Pambies standing behind a pulpit trying to say something that don't mean nothing. You're blessed to be in this house where they preach the unadulterated eternal word of God without apology. We'll say to you what God says. And I'm here to tell you today there's a link God's linked you with that you better get ready. It's going to be the fastest ride to the blessing that you've ever been. God said to me this morning, I'm fixing to hit him in the belly with a blessing. All I could think about Smith Wigglesworth when he hit that guy in the belly so hard that it knocked him backwards. I thought, let me be hit by the blessing. How I many he's ready to be hit by the blessing? So remember, I don't have time to labor on that. Your obedience to God today separates you from the kingdoms of darkness, puts a hedge around you, and in the midst of hell, you'll still be blessed. John G. Lake got to Africa. A plague was there. They said, you can't come on. He said, you don't know who I serve. That's the way I feel right now. Don't talk to me about COVID. It ain't, it ain't part of my life. Somebody say, you better not talk that way. I am talking that way because I'm under a blood covenant. I'm under a covering of God. And God said, don't worry about it. He's going to take care of business. Somebody got to hear me. I see you get all quiet and nervous. So that guy, he done gone off the deep end. Let me tell you, I'm enjoying it. So don't, don't bother me. <laughs> I'm enjoying the deep end. I'm enjoying what God has for us. God has something bigger. God has something better. I'm going to get it for my life. I got the best life I've ever had. I feel better, got more energy than I've ever felt because I am a believer. The third thing that I want you to jot down, I'm out of your way, a new breed of believers are arising. I said there's a new breed of believers that are arising. They will not take the devil's stuff any longer. They're not putting up with the devil's garbage any longer. They've learned they are a new creation. They have the power of God. They have been given dominion. They have authority, and they're going to live that kind of a life. I want to tell somebody, get ready, get ready, get ready. Your life is going to another level. I want somebody today to go with me to the next level. Please don't stay behind. Make up your mind. I, Dee and I have a great he uh, serves on our corporate board. They've been in our life forever. I got grafted in. They were her friends before me. He owned a, a little tiny roofing business the first time I met him, driving a broke-down pickup truck. And just starting his roofing business. And him and Deb, Ed and Deb decided, after they heard me preach, I was in his church, he had never heard the message, give to receive. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, I didn't say it. Jesus said, give, I'll give it back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. And he sat there and listened to me that day. I talked to him about the power of a seed that's dedicated to the kingdom that will cause you to inherit the blessings of God. That connected him to me. Little did he realize that their best friend was about to become my mate. Nobody knew it. Even after I told her, I got fearful and backed out. She said, oh no, you made a promise, it's coming to pass. Here I am. But he became connected to D and I, he and his family serve on our corporate board, part of our life, but he learned the power of planting first fruits and giving an offering that was beyond his natural comprehension. He last year did $48 million in his roofing business. He don't even have a high school education. He has a faith in God. He knows the roof of God. He knows the voice of God for the roofing business. Are you listening? He knows the voice of God for the roofing business. I have rode with him on job. He drove up to this huge job. Stood there, I said, you going up and look at that roof? He said, I don't need to look at it. He said, I heard the Holy Ghost. I said, what did he say? He said, I'll do that job for $3.5 million. Called the guy and said, okay, I'm here on the property. I'll do this job for $3.5 million. The guy said, okay, when are you going to work? He ain't measured nothing. He ain't looked at nothing. He has not put a ladder on the roof. He just stood there and said, shoko million. Why would you not want to be in partnership with the Holy Ghost? Why would you not want to walk in the pathway of God? So he's on the island of Jamaica the first week of this year. He and his wife live in the living the life that Jesus wants you to live, just living it up. And he texts me, he said, uh, he calls me Bishop. He said, Bishop, you're not going to believe just what happened. He said, we just closed our first week of selling roofs, and I sold $6 million worth of roofs the first week of this year. Well, you multiply that times 52, I said, Well, Ed, it looks like to me you better buckle up. I said, You're about to go where you've never gone, experience what you've never experienced, because God's in the business. Somebody's got to hear me right now. God is about to make a change in your life as you obey God today. Somebody say, I'm that new breed. I don't have time to read, but the new breed, this is I got this in my suite that I'm staying here that these people provided, and I was in the living room holding my Bible, reading, and all of a sudden God said this new breed is gonna live out of Romans eight twenty-eight, eight thirty one, and eight thirty-two. So you can write it down. I'll be back and preach it later. But it says everything's going to turn out good. Everything. All things are going to turn out good. Not part of the thing. All things are going to turn out good. All things are going to turn out good. Even when I don't understand them, I'm confused. All things. Somebody say all things. And in verse 31 it says, and if somebody's against you, don't give a hoot about it. That's in Barker translation. If you don't have that, you ought to try it. He said, it doesn't matter who's against you. I am for you, and because I am for you, nothing can take you out. I wish I had just a little help. I'm fixing it out of your way. And verse 32 said, I love verse 32. It said, and Jesus died and gave to me all things freely. That means health, that means wealth, that means his blessing, that means y'all's friendship. Jesus gave me all things freely. Somebody say, I got it freely. Now, I'm a country boy from Oklahoma, but I understand freely means everything. There's nothing that I'm going to need that he's not going to give me more than enough. We sung it today. He's going to give me more Than enough. Somebody say, His name is more than enough. His name is more, Jehovah Jireh. His name is more. So I don't care what you're facing, His name is more. I wish I had a little help. His name is more than enough. So God's going to give it to you in Jesus' name. Okay, number four, and I'm out. The offering establishes God's covenant for blessings for 2022. What you're doing today, real simple, I'm a country boy, when you bring that first fruits offering down here, and we the leadership, the prophets, the apostles, the pastors, lay hands on you and that offering, God is going to establish his covenant. Hello, somebody. Psalm 89, 34, he said, I will not break covenant. I will not break covenant, or I won't change what I've spoken or uttered across my lips. If God said it, that settles it. So, somebody say, I'm coming in covenant with God. I want to give you this scripture, jot them down. Proverbs 13 12, the message Bible. A sudden good break can turn your life around. Somebody say, I'm about to have a breakthrough. Psalm 118, verse 16, the Message Bible, said, The hand of God has turned the tide. Somebody say, The tide's turning in my favor. Come on, your act of faith is going to turn the tide. Psalm 65, 11, and 12, I thought, Oh, Apostle Fabian sent to get off that. He almost got on it. It says, You shall be encircled with the goodness of God and you're going to walk on a pathway of abundance in 2022. Somebody say, that's my word. Psalm 37, 37 in the Passion Translation said, the godly ones, say, that's me. The godly ones will have a peaceful, prosperous future in 2022 with a happy ending. Oh, come on, talk to me. Psalm 35, 27 said, let them shout for joy. Let them be glad that favor my righteous cause. That's what you're doing when you bring an offering. You're favoring the kingdom and the work of God. Let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Say out loud, I shall prosper. Say it again, I shall prosper. Psalm 37, 19, you shall not be ashamed in the evil time. In the days of famine, you shall be satisfied. I wish I had some help. (laughs) Psalm 23 said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse 3 says, he restores my soul. Verse 5 said, God prepares a table of abundance for me in the presence of my enemies. You'll devilish enemies are about to see you so blessed, they're going to get madder than hell. Pardon me. I didn't mean to mess up your religion. Please forgive me. (laughs) You know I don't care. So God said, I'm going to bless you with such abundance in 2022. I'm going to present a table of abundance. God's blessed D and I so much that our enemies just circle around our cul-de-sac, just circle around and go, my God, oh. how did they do that? Just brought my first fruits. We don't owe a penny on the house. No, 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 no. God said, my people are blessed, coming and going. Come on now. Verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy are going to follow me all the days of my life. Somebody say, somebody's following me. Proverbs 10, 22. This is the last one. I'm out of your way. I'm closing my Bible. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without toil. Somebody say, I want the blessing. Come on, say it again. I want the blessing. Say it again. I want the blessing. Stand with me all over the house. God, I feel the anointing so powerful. Oh, God's about to do something awesome. God's about to do something awesome. First of all, I want you to look at me just a moment. The Bible said that believers bring their tithes and their offerings into the house where they are fed. You don't send them somewhere else. You bring them into the house of worship. And when you bring them, God said, the curses will be broken and the blessing will overtake you. So the first thing we're going to do is ask you right now, in Jesus' name, I don't know where the buckets are, but bring, or just lay it on the altar. I want you to bring your tithe. There the helpers are. I want you to bring your tithes and offerings. I want you to bring them right now, not your first fruits. This is your tithes and your offerings. Bring it down here in Jesus' name. Father, bless them as they bring their tithes and their offerings. Multiply them exceedingly. Come on, saints. I'm waiting on you. Then we're going to pray over your first fruits. But I want, you to, I want you to do the first thing first. Bring your tithes and offerings. That's where it belongs. You're not bringing first fruits. You're bringing your tithes and your offerings. That's what you're supposed to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. God, I feel such an anointing. My 90-mile hairspray is losing its power. My hair is trying to stand up. God is in this place. He's going to do something incredible. Your faithfulness to God and your tithes and offerings puts you in a position so God can really, really do what he needs to do. So we've asked you to bring your tithes and offerings first because that's not your first fruits. God's going to do something incredible as you bring the first fruits. And these Apostles, prophets, and pastors are going to lay hands on you and your firstfruits. Okay? Hold your hands out toward this tithes and offerings. Some of you given by phone, hold them out right here. Father, we decree these people are blessed. This house of worship is blessed. Their obedience to bring their tithes and offerings positions them under an open heaven. So now we decree over their life they are blessed supernaturally. In Jesus' name, and every believer said, Amen.